0: Today is Friday, April 28th. We'll tell you new details about the suspect in a major national security leak and why former Vice President Mike Pence was required to testify against his old boss. Also, a diabetes drug tested for weight loss could become one of the top-selling drugs ever. Plus, the impact of the latest severe storms. Remembering Jerry Springer, his stardom and scandal. And YouTube has announced a new way to listen to podcasts. Those stories and more news to know in today's episode. Welcome, welcome to The Newsworthy. All the day's news in around 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. We are starting to learn more information about the airman accused in one of the most significant intelligence leaks in decades. In court yesterday, prosecutors said he actually poses a danger to national security and should stay in jail ahead of his trial. They say he kept an arsenal of guns and posted on social media about how he would like to kill a ton of people, was rooting for ISIS, and more. Plus, he apparently used his government computer to research mass shootings and standoffs with federal agents. Prosecutors worry another country could offer him safe harbor in exchange for intelligence. But the airman's defense team says he does not have any more information and that he only meant to share the info he did have with a small group, not the whole world. The judge is still considering whether he should be kept in custody or released ahead of his trial. But in the meantime, the latest court filings raise new questions about why he had such high security clearance in the first place and access to some of the nation's most classified secrets, or why some of the things he was searching on his government computer did not set off any alarms. For the first time in modern history, a vice president was ordered to testify about the president he served beside for four years— This week, a federal grand jury questioned former Vice President Pence under oath. This is the grand jury investigating the lead-up to and aftermath of the January 6th Capitol riot. Specifically, it wants to find out if anyone, especially former President Trump, was trying to interfere with the peaceful transfer of power. And Pence's testimony marks a pretty big milestone in that investigation, since he is such a key figure who had a front-row seat to it all. Yesterday, his appearance before the grand jury lasted for more than seven hours. We don't know exactly what he said, though, because federal law says grand jury testimony should be kept secret. But in Pence's memoir that came out last year, he wrote, quote, reckless words had endangered my family and all those serving at the Capitol. And I know history will hold Donald Trump accountable. Remember, the vice president was overseeing the congressional certification of President Biden's victory on January 6th when thousands of rioters stormed their way into the Capitol to stop it, some chanting for Pence to be hanged. Former President Trump tried to invoke executive privilege to keep Pence's testimony from happening, but an appeals court rejected that bid this week, so Pence had to appear. Trump says he did nothing wrong in the aftermath of the 2020 election. It's so far not clear when this investigation will end or who, if anyone, will be charged. Once again, the American South is on alert for severe weather. That's been the story most of this week. Tornadoes hit the Florida Panhandle near Tallahassee yesterday. There was a lot of damage, but thankfully no one was reported hurt. Earlier in the week, severe storms in Texas brought small tornadoes, 85-mile-an-hour wind gusts, and hail the size of grapefruits. Many homes and cars are seriously damaged. Now today, more than 50 million Americans are in the path of another severe storm system— Storms could bring giant hail, damaging winds, and possible tornadoes to much of Texas, including the Dallas area. The storm will start to weaken as it moves east, but it should bring rain to places like Florida and Georgia that have been dealing with a drought. Then by tomorrow, most of the severe weather will be gone. There are more signs the Federal Reserve's interest rate hikes are leaving an imprint on the economy. New government data came out this week about the GDP, which is basically the total value of goods and services a country produces. And it shows the U.S. economy is still growing, but at a much slower pace than last year. The areas of the economy that went down are two areas that are heavily influenced by interest rates, housing, and business investment. That said, everyday people are still spending more on goods and services. And since consumption is the main driver of the economy, that's considered a big, bright spot. Now, many economists expect the economy to slow down even more as the year progresses, especially if the Fed keeps raising rates in an effort to lower inflation. The Fed meets again next week. More news is coming up, but first, instead of a regular sponsor today, I want to tell you about one of my favorite Instagram accounts to follow, specifically for delicious recipes and cooking tips, but also just for some fun. Re McCoy always brings a level of joy to cooking that I wasn't sure was possible. And that really is key for me because I can't take cooking too seriously, otherwise I'll just avoid it or feel stressed out. There's none of that with Brie, and yet I learned so much and saved so many of her recipes. When you check out Brie McCoy's Instagram, you'll learn things like the easiest way to peel a hard-boiled egg, the best frozen rosé recipe, a foolproof plan on how to eat those meals you froze before they get lost in the back of your freezer, and the easiest and most inexpensive way to create more countertop space in your kitchen— there is so much more over on her Instagram, so be sure you join me in following her at Bree McCoy. That's Brie, B-R-I, McCoy, M-C-K-O-Y. I'll link to it in our episode notes as well so you can find it. Okay, now back to the news. The rate of American adults who smoke cigarettes has fallen to a historic low. A new CDC survey came out this week that says only one in nine adults say they're current smokers. It was more like four out of nine back in the 1960s, just after the Surgeon General released the first report that showed smoking caused serious health problems. And the rate has been gradually dropping for decades. Experts say there's a lot behind that, like anti-smoking campaigns, cigarette taxes, tobacco product price hikes, smoking bans, and more. But one thing that did not exist in the 60s is e-cigarettes. And the CDC says they're now used by about one in 17 adults, more now than even the last couple of years. Some argue e-cigarettes are a good substitute for regular cigarettes. But the CDC still says they're not safe, since they do contain chemicals that have shown to be harmful to someone's health. For anyone who smokes or vapes and wants to quit, the CDC recommends calling 1-800-QUIT-NOW to get free confidential coaching. The popular diabetes and weight loss drugs Ozempic and Wegovy could have another powerful rival soon, that some analysts predict could be one of the top-selling drugs ever, this week, drugmaker Eli Lilly released new data from its latest clinical trials of Moonjaro. It's similar to Ozempic and Wagovi, which have become favorites among celebrities, but this one also includes another gut hormone that could amplify the effect. The latest clinical trials apparently show participants lost about 21 percent of their body weight, which is unprecedented. Most of those involved had a BMI over 30 when they started, but did not have diabetes. Moonjaro is already approved as an injectable prescription medicine for people who do have type 2 diabetes. Now, Eli Lilly wants the FDA to approve it for chronic weight management, too. The drug could be fully approved by the end of this year. Meanwhile, the old-fashioned weight loss industry seems to be taking a hit. NBC News reports Jenny Craig is winding down its weight loss centers. For now, the company is apparently looking for a buyer and considering shifting toward an online business. And WW, a.k.a. Weight Watchers, also closed hundreds of in-person locations earlier this year. The WW workforce is now less than half of what it was just four years ago. Membership rates have been dropping, too. The companies just believe the way people approach weight loss has changed. It looks like podcast listeners, like you, are about to have a couple of new places to listen, if you want. For starters, YouTube Music announced it's adding podcasts. The company says users can listen to podcasts on demand, offline, or in the background, and can now switch between audio and video versions on YouTube Music. Although not every podcast has video, of course. YouTube is rolling out the update to all of its listeners in the U.S. gradually, and not just those with a premium subscription. Separately, DraftKings is reportedly planning to launch a streaming video service with sports podcasts. Bloomberg says it's expected to be free and supported by ads. It will likely debut in the coming weeks. DraftKings' rival, FanDuel, has also been expanding into video. Earlier this month, it announced a deal to license video podcasts from The Ringer, which is owned by Spotify. The world is saying goodbye to a force in popular culture. Jerry Springer died of pancreatic cancer at 79 years old. He's most recognized as the host of his provocative, sensational, long-running syndicated talk show. It was long known for family drama, chair-throwing, curse words, and its widespread popularity. Springer hosted for 27 seasons. Then he went on to host a courtroom reality series, a radio talk show, and for two seasons, America's Got Talent. Springer also competed on ABC's Dancing with the Stars and Fox's The Masked Singer. But nothing came close to touching the success of The Jerry Springer Show, which inspired many other tabloid talk shows and eventually reality TV. That's a wrap on the final episode of The Late Late Show. James Corden signed off for the last time last night after eight years of interviews, musical performances, and the famous carpool karaoke. To say goodbye, CBS set aside an hour in primetime for a special that included video montages and skits featuring big-name celebrities like Tom Cruise and Adele. Then came the actual last talk show. The guests were Will Ferrell and Harry Styles. There were also goodbyes from fellow late-night talk show hosts Seth Meyers, Jimmy Kimmel, Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Fallon, and David Letterman. And Corden gave a farewell speech to address a divided America. He explained that his show has been about looking for the joy in humanity instead of focusing on the differences. And he asked his audience to, quote, remember what America signifies to the rest of the world, saying he has always viewed it as a place of optimism. Now, Corden says he's moving back to the U.K. to be closer to loved ones. And CBS is filling his slot with a reboot of the game show At Midnight it for the main news today, so now it's time for Feel Good Friday when we bring you one extra feel good or positive news story before the weekend. Tax day is coming. Oh no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com/slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. For today's Feel Good Friday, we are talking about a woman whose life was saved thanks to a generous donor and a clever dog. Lucy Humphrey was living with lupus and end stage renal failure. She needed a new kidney to survive. Humphrey was put on a transplant list, but her doctor told her the odds of finding a perfect match were 1 in 22 million. Well, her dog found that match. One day, she and her Doberman, Indy, were on a beach in Wales. Indy went running off to a stranger about 100 yards away and would not leave her alone. Humphrey kept calling her back, and then Indy would keep going over to that stranger. So Humphrey decided to go over and apologize. While the woman was not upset, she introduced herself as Katie James and offered to share a drink. Humphrey explained she couldn't drink because of her kidney problems, to which James responded that she was actually on the donation registry. They swapped numbers, got tests, and, yep, they were a perfect match. Better yet, the transplant surgery was a success, and both women have recovered well. Now Humphrey's partner says he wants everyone to know there's always hope, because you never know when you'll meet a good person, with or without the help of your dog. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with our special edition Saturday episode. We're talking about why Bed Bath & Beyond failed and how our shopping habits continue to change the retail industry. Then join us again Monday for your next news roundup. For now, thank you so much for listening and have a great weekend.